What up, what up everybody? My name is Tayshawn and you're listening to My City, My Playground where I bring information to my generation to help you guys pursue a better future. So, it's been a while since I had the podcast on like, and just brought it back. Um, you know, I had people that listened to it ask me what happened to it, where are we going, where, where the new stuff was, how's the podcast been, all kinds of stuff. And pretty much if you've been following the whole time, I've been just figuring out my lane and how to expand in it and what I can do best so I can further myself and what I'm trying to pursue so I can share it with you guys. So initially now I felt like it was time to actually bring it back and, you know, talk about some like core values that I've learned and brought with me and some things that have changed. But definitely from then when I had the podcast in the beginning, there's so much more difference that there is now. Like I've changed a lot since then, which it doesn't feel like a long time at all, which it hasn't. But man, it's just growth happens in ways that you don't even understand. And so as of lately, I just felt like, damn, like I should bring the podcast back. I should talk about shit. Like I wanted to just speak the way I know how, like no real full agenda quite yet. You know what I mean? Like there's just a variety of topics. I think this is just a place where I want you guys to sit in and be able to understand, be like, damn, you know what? I, I do relate to that. I am going through this. I do feel that way you felt like I want more transparency with what I'm trying to tell you and break down how it makes sense more than just me telling you what you should and should not do. Like I need to add the the story to my life, why I understand that and why I learned from it and how it makes sense so it can be relatable to you guys. So the first thing really that, that just came to mind to me lately was really uh, about networking and building connections. So that's something that you can carry with you for a lifetime. Like it'll never end if you don't if you don't stop communicating at all. We have social media, we have things where events are going on. You can talk in person, you know, all kinds of ways that you can do it. And most notably, there was one thing from over the years when I've been networking. I remember a, a moment in particular when I was being hired by a team um, when I played paintball and they flew me out to Ontario airport that's in California not Canada and um, there was a tournament that they were going to take me to in LA so when I arrived there the guy picked me up and all that jazz um, how I met the squad pretty much was like they needed somebody in Dallas some kid got hurt I probably told the story before and they like how I performed and what I did and who I played for and my whole resume is history right there and so I remember at the event after when we were playing pretty much in between, I saw this guy, like this tall guy, beard, black hair, and he was just walking around back and forth. He was like, oh yeah, that's that, the guy that owns the place. His name is Edwin. He owned a tournament league. It was called UPL. Um, he uh, had his own paintball field. Um, at the time, it wasn't, this wasn't the field exactly where he owned. This was Jungle Island. So he was hosting an event at a different field. So basically, I met him real briefly, just shook hands, and we, you know, went our way, said hi. You know how you do. But there was something 
like my intuition was just like telling me like there's something special about this guy Edwin and I remember just in between uh games and I'm looking I'm like this guy he carries himself different his charisma his energy is way different and I couldn't pinpoint it but I was like I gotta talk to this guy at first I brushed it off I'm like ah, you know you know how you do when you're just like all right I think I'm just being a little too nosy a little too curious I'm gonna just go on but then there was something that was really me, like really getting me to the point where I needed to know his story. I knew nothing about this guy. I just knew that he had a paintball field and he had a tournament league at the moment. That, that was it. That's all I knew. And once the tournament was over, like, of course, we lost <laughs> um, so far with all the big talk I had about paintball. Like, it was a good run, but, you know, when you got a team and it's a new system, different players, and it's all jumbled together. Plus, we were playing in a different division, so it was a big change of pace for the kids and the other guys around me. For me, it was familiar, but, you know, some places you you just can't carry the whole team. So, after that, I got time to take a break, sit down, just relax, and just, like, reflect for a moment, you know, like, what happened in the game and whatnot, and, you know... You just figure out what you could have done better. By that time, everybody had calmed down because, you know, our adrenaline's going after playing and all that. Everybody's chill. We're relaxed. We're laughing. We're having fun despite the loss. And we went to there's there's an exit. There's a little road in between where you can exit. So so like straight ahead like this, let's say I'm in the camera. I'm trying to figure this out. This is the road basically to enter and exit there's just one way and then to the right of me which would be your left over here is uh the two paintball fields right there over here where we were watching from the sidelines just chilling because everybody pushed on the semifinals and finals we after we had packed up we were just chilling you know everybody was moving their cars out the way and uh yeah we were just watching the other games and then comes up edwin to with the uh, talking to the guy that he introduced me to uh, earlier, I just blanked for a second, but um, and they were talking just small talk real quick. And I went back up to him. I shook his hand, and I don't know how I initiated the conversation, but we like magically gravitated towards each other. If that makes sense, like. He wanted to come talk to me. I wanted to come talk to him. And in that moment, we just started talking about like business or something like that. I, I think I asked him, how do you get this tournament, this league going? How long has he had it going for? And how do you get his field? And that story brought it way back to the beginning where he said, basically, his, he's from Russia. And it was a typical like Gary Vaynerchuk story. Like just it was so cool. But he came here and he was about like around uh, his, you know, in his early years, got to America. But then by the time he's 18, built up, you know, his English and all this stuff, got very familiar with our culture and started his first business. And he started doing like real estate and whatnot. And then it snowballed from there. Then he talked about how he owned his barber shop and he does branding and does he flips houses, has the paintball field, has the league, and all these other things going on. And it made me think, because I was like, damn, this dude's a millennial. Like, he's like, what, 27 at the time? And I was just like, dude, 
this is so crazy. And I was like, had to be at least 25 at the time, 24. And I was just like, dude, like, how do you even put two and two together? You know, like, it, it's possible at this age to see that. And it all started because he was curious of, uh, for wanting to do more for himself and his family. He didn't just want to work a regular job. He like legit busted his ass to get what he wanted to get. So that brought me to a place where I thought, damn, I can actually do this too. And it didn't seem as impossible anymore hearing his story, especially him from being from another country, which is even cooler. So from there, we just kept talking and expanding on business and all these things. And it was just great. And he was just like, dude, if you need help with anything or whatever, want to talk or whatever, here's my number, you know? And I find in this thing that people that are wealthy or have something good going on for themselves, they actually want to help. There are those that actually want to help. They're not just all legit douchebags with uh, everything just, just, just being stuck up. They, there's real people out there that want to do real things out here. And he was one of those people. And we just kept talking and texting and add him on Instagram, add him on Facebook, talk about this, talk about that, have a good time. And, you know, this one thing that always strikes me is every time when I meet a person like that, it's just like, dude, you, when you come back out here, we're going to do this. And yo, when can you come back out? Like just plans for the future or something just to get you inviting you back out there to just be where they are and enjoy yourself, you know, and it makes you put things in perspective, like where they are and where you aren't. That was the only time for me at that moment. Like I didn't care how much money he had at that point up until it was like, oh, shit, like I want to be over there where he is and just enjoy myself but I don't have the funds or the means to be able to do it. Not that I can't, but to, for the fact that I was like, yo, why do people keep on asking me and wanting me to go places, but yet I got no money. I have nothing to my name. Like I work, but I don't have any money working for me to be able to afford these things and do these things. And that's what really got my gears turning because at that point, three or four of my other friends who are also in paintball, they started their own businesses. They started doing more for themselves. They were able to have more freedom, get to do the things that they like. They didn't just splurge their money and things like that, which was great. I had good friends that had a good headspace with what they wanted to do in life and where they wanted to put their money. So in turn with that, having those five people at least in that circle that I understood and Edwin being added to that, I really wanted to dig deep and made me look and take things into perspective with what kind of life do I want to live? And I remember just getting pissed, like, damn, I want to be over there. I want to do, I want to see my friends when I want to. I want to enjoy myself the way I see fit. You know, like it really, I wanted to just throw punches at everything. You just get so mad about it. And it made me change as a person to how I communicate, how I understand things and how to get to where I want to be. I easily could have just used the money for my job and went over there, yada, yada. But it's also a different type of lifestyle. 
You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you can't, oh, because you can't afford it. Yes and no. You can do some things and just be like, yo, I can't do this, but I can do that. You Having self-control. Because I'll tell you, when I was like 22, that wasn't the same. My friends were older. We were all skateboarders. They had their lives put together. Houses, cars, whatever you name it. So they had the freedom to go to the bar on this day, go to a club on that day, uh, buy food, whatever. I could not keep up with them because... I was not there yet in life. So now it makes me think when I have all this dead space, you know, for, okay, I can't be there right now. Like, what can I do to build my life and make it better to get there? Like, that's how I chose to think rather than saying, this is unfair. Why does he have that? And I don't have this. And I'll never be able to do that. Like, I didn't take on a negative type of energy to seem like I couldn't be at that place. And even though he invites me all the time, he's like, he's got his barbershop, like, dude, you ever come back out, man, you can get a haircut on me. Yo, I, I'd see stuff where he's eating food, great food. And I'd be like, dude, that looks just delicious, like steak and all kinds of whatever fancy foods. I don't know fancy foods like that. But I was like, yo, that looks crazy. I want that. He's like, yo, you get back out here, yo, it's on me, let's go. Yo, I got to take you to this restaurant. We're going to go over here and we're going to do that. Like, who doesn't want to do that? But it took a moment for me to really just humble myself and be like, yo, what do I got to do to live the life I want to live? And I met more people along the way, along the way that um, just did well for themselves. And so I start asking questions. Then I start seeing similarities. You know, I don't see a difference between a rich person and myself. We're still the same person. The only difference between me and them is they acted upon their calling. They chose to do what they wanted to do to get what they needed to get. I'm not fully there yet. I'm still building. You know, so all this time that I spent from even being a kid on up, not realizing I was actually building myself for where I want to be. Not just that than the joyful parts, but long-term. And all of my friends, they have long-term wealth and they help me understand why they have that, the importance of it, and what they had to do to get it. Each one, it may be different for us to climb that ladder, but you cannot lose enthusiasm in this game to go and get to that level, wherever it is, where you wanna be, like whether it's six figures, seven figures, eight figures, I don't care. For me, I had to put things in perspective where I knew that it's not about not being left out, but I'm planning in a way as if I have three kids and a wife already. So I think in that perspective, I move a certain way. I do things a certain way that keeps me humble and grounded to remind myself that if I want this now or whatever, I need to prepare to get it. You know, there's some things I, I treat myself here and there, but my money goes in a place where it's going to help me. And I choose to invest in myself instead of just giving it away. I went from being a consumer to a seller, you know, and I tried different things to understand what kind of nuances I have to bring to the table to be able to achieve that. So I went and over the years after stopped playing paintball, like I saved a lot more money and even though that was like one of the biggest things I love to do, 
it wasn't bringing me any money. Even though it's a fun game and it's not about money, it was emotionally draining and it was damaging me from the inside out. It was affecting my personal life and my work life. We already had gotten to the point where I was missing birthdays, funerals, uh, weddings, all that stuff, all my best friends' events, whatever you name you could think of it. I already felt bad for myself. I already went through all the depression, the breakups, all that had affected me, took a toll. So I was like, you know what, let me go get something from this instead of just trying to chase everything else, trying to make myself feel good and actually get something that really matters, that's gonna be valuable to me. So I started investing in myself instead of giving to everybody else completely. I just got in a moment where I had to have that tunnel vision and, and beat this depression, start meditating, start reading, start believing in myself, start speaking to people and building this connection where I could grow internally. So everything that I ever wanted, whatever everyone was talking about or money or seeing my friends this and all these other things going on in the world, everything is an internal battle that I chose to deal with. It was this conflict. I couldn't blame anybody else in the world anymore. It didn't matter. I don't need any outside sources for me to make me feel like I need to be them. I need to be around that to feel good. I no longer needed that. Just in the same space, if I had to break it down simple, where you feel like you have to have a bedroom with the bathroom or, or a house with this big living room or this type of car or these kind of shoes and that kind of belt and this type of name brand. Like once you realize those things don't exactly bring value to you, you'll start to put your money, your time, your faith, your energy towards what does. And that's what I chose to do. And that's just it. Like everybody else around me, I guess you can say they, they, they look better than me or whatever. They look good in, in, in life, whatever they've done. They got the car, they got the house, but are they happy inside? Are they absolutely happy? Are they telling you the truth? Are they able to be transparent and tell you that they're doing good in life because they dealt with their conflicts inside themselves? Ask your friends, see what they're battling. What are they telling you? How are they communicating? How do they operate in this world? Because I can tell you completely, like, I'm not the richest person in the world, but I'm the happiest. I feel, I feel like I'm the strongest I've ever been. I don't have to flaunt anything. I don't have to prove anything to nobody. All I have to do is answer to myself. Everything else is extra in this world because I understand with the utmost importance that I have one life and that's it. So I might as well swing the way I'm going to and make my punches land. You know, believe in your skills and have the authority to do and live life the way you want to live it. And if you don't do that, you'll be pressured into doing things that everybody else thinks that you should do. And that was the whole story behind this stuff. So I had supportive people doing something, so it made me want to do something. They didn't tell me um, what to do just because they did it. They're just like, dude, you just gotta live. You gotta go out there and, and just do your thing. They were just being real. They just kept it real and let me be me. So I had to develop and figure that out myself. That was the biggest thing. 
through all the things that you see in the world with people and stuff like that, like see, really understand what's going on. Ask questions. And I just chose to ask questions from people that were actually doing it, actually getting money and stuff, because who the hell wants to take advice from a broke person? Who wants to take uh, freaking marriage advice from a divorced person? Like, I'm not. Who wants to tell, who, who wants to be around somebody that tells them if you got 10 grand, if you personally got 10 grand and that other person doesn't, how many times you had somebody with no money tell you what to do with your money? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Choose who you get your advice from. It, it, it definitely is a game changer. So that was just my perspective on life where it helped me grow quite a bit and understand what I should and should not do because we really, honestly, we kill our own selves. I don't blame anything in this world for what happens in my life. The food, my ability to exercise, and the people around me. I chose these things. You know, it's it's just whatever. Other people may not feel like that, but you ch chose to abide in that energy, to abide in that space, to let these people in, let them talk their talk or whatever and get in your head and kind of smooth out and make the pathway that you're going to live. Like I legit locked myself in this room and just think, I learn, I listen, I study. And that's all I've ever done. And I learned way faster. I made quantum leaps. And the only other people, I, like I said, I took advice from were people who already did it. So it saved me time when I'm reading books or watching YouTube or whatever. I went straight to the source. They did it already. They're saving me time. My time is so valuable. So I treat it like it's currency. And if it wasn't for what I saw in Edwin, my friends, and other people living the life they want to live and being successful and all that, I wouldn't have taken the steps to be where I am now or where I want to be. Like, I, I didn't know. I just didn't know. There's no exact answer for how I can tell you how to do this shit. All I can really say is, if you're really curious enough and there's something that you really want to do deep down, you must answer to it. Find out a way to pursue it and involve yourself in it and just be submerged and just immerse yourself in it. Read books, get around people that really do that thing that whatever you want to do, be effective in your community within that space and just continue that cycle. Continue that cycle. Meet people and grow. Just put it out there. If you're nervous, do it anyway. Because this is just it. This is how you start finding out where things are, how, how it works, and how you're going to approach it. Because each person is unique, is different, and there's no real systematic, linear way through this shit. Like, they write a lot of books and stuff like that, but you're going to break off in a path in a way you did not think. Like, I, I didn't know I was going to be filming and all this stuff, and I broke off in a different path. I didn't follow all the rules exactly to a T. I don't know everything. All I know is I do what makes me feel good. And you should too. Just plain and simple like that, man. Treat life how you want to live it. And that'll be the true part of success to your growth. And where how much you achieve. And there's no amount of value to accumulate to that. It's all determined on how you feel you need to put that energy 
out into this world. You figure out how you can help people and change this world and the way we think, you'll get something coming your way. That's what I do know. So thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys on the next episode. And if you haven't, subscribe. Share this with somebody. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Um, So I'll catch you guys on the next episode. And we'll do this again. Peace.